I'm missing here the backup. Gross. Just to let you guys know, I have been passing gas like a motherfucker. So, be prepared. I'm not talking little pops. I'm talking fucking full-on <laughs> proper guffs. <laughs> proper guff. Yeah. <laughs> With a follow-through every now and then. Only when I went on the toilet. Fuck me. I did. A, I had a I had a fart yesterday. I was on the toilet, and basically it's like passing a stool, as one would say, polite terms. And uh, is that really polite, though? <laughs> what was that? Passing a stool. <laughs> oh, I thought you said stew, like S T E W. Passing a stool. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how polite that is, but yeah, no, I was passing a stool, and um, I let out this fucking fart. It basically vibrated the toilet, and I'm pretty sure it removed from fucking removed from scale, lime scale that was lurking around in the crevices of the toilet bowl. Oh man, I sent a meme the other day, and it was uh, uh, when you. Oh, what is it? Hold on a second. You guys don't have to stop talking and make me nervous. No, oh, it said, uh, leave just dead silence. It said, uh, when you clean the shit off the toilet bowl using your own piss, and it had uh, a picture of someone holding a trident, and he goes, I am the son of Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You guys had to be there. I went to the movies yesterday, and I was fucking lighting them off in that theater. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they were loud too. They weren't even like they were not silent or like ones you could just like slip by. Like I was getting elbowed by Elisa for for half the movie. Oh, rip. You say that a friend of mine, Carl, he um he went to the pub last week and he posted this long ass fucking um uh like dialogue to go with it where basically he was sitting in the pub having a pint of Guinness. And he had his earbuds in, and he was just like minding his own business, and he just let out a fart, and he thought, "Oh yeah, I could get away with a little squeak; it'll be fine." <laughs> Wasn't a squeak, um, but it was a gut wrencher. Um, hear that? Oh my god, was... what was that? <laughs> <laughs> right, it was a gut wrencher, and basically how he described it was like there were several people sat at the bar. One bloke looked at the other and went, oh my fucking God, what the hell is that? One guy started retching and one guy puked into his beard because <laughs> the smell was that bad. And, he's, great. and he was sat there in the pub like half an hour later, just grinning, posted a photo on Facebook, sat in the pub. And as all these people were just like sat well away from him because <laughs> they realized it was him. <laughs> Did he say anything, or was he just sitting there minding his own business? He was minding his, his own hand. business. He was just grinning like a Cheshire cat. It was fucking hilarious. Oh I God. shared the post. I shared his post. It was so funny. I've earned my green wings twice. <sighs> Your what? My green wings. I don't know what that is. I mean, so well, I mean, like when you earn your red wings, you have sex with somebody while they're on their period. Your black wings, I think, or blue wings is when they're dead. And I call them green wings by uh, me farting and making someone throw up. I'd say they're done... brown wings, wouldn't it? I don't know. I'd say that would be Oh, brown. no, no. Brown brown wings is uh, when they poop on you. Yeah, it's got to be some kind of uh. scat. So green wings, I, I made Val throw up and my one buddy, Scott. 
Coin. Jesus Christ. They, it's like, okay, it's like, it's bad, but like, I've been told by all my friends that I have the worst smelling farts they've ever experienced. And like, and that's supposed to like make me feel, I don't know how it's supposed to make me feel, but it makes me feel good. Like, it gives me a bit of an ego. And I, <laughs> it's, and it shouldn't. Like, a normal person, they'd be like, oh man, I should stop doing that. But me, I should probably uh, see a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck have I been eating? Yeah. <laughs> my, it, my insides are rotting. Yeah. Hey, on the plus, well, I don't know, but I still say my proudest moment was taking a shit in someone's bathroom and they had to sugar soak the walls to get rid of the smell. Jesus. Yeah. Good Lord. At a party one time, I threw up in someone's ventilation. Like their, <laughs> their, uh, was it the return vent or was it the return air or the supply? I don't know, but like I threw up in the vent. <laughs> and when they went to sell the house, like years later, like mm-hmm. every time the air would kick on, it would still smell like a little bit like puke. Oh <laughs> <my> God. <laughs> so I gotta tell you, this is the worst intro we've ever done. Oh, you can edit and, all of this out. Yeah, oh. Mike. On the plus side, you left them a parting gift. Yeah, that's my um one away was, gift. One, yeah, one that will stay with them for years. How could it be the worst intro ever? <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. It's up there, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's up there, but it's nowhere near the worst. I don't know. Definitely the most vile. Oh That's no, debatable. I would say that. That's yeah, debatable. yeah, that is debatable. <laughs> Nothing like talking about burping, farting, and puking up on a podcast all about horror. <laughs> it's the horrors yeah, right? of reality. This is the worst episode to choose to do this on, boys. Safety horror. <laughs> all, the, all, the, all the people that love underground horror, they would love the intro to this. Oh, that's true. You that's just true. want squelching sounds and I don't you, to go with it. No. Yeah. See if you can dig some up for me, Shane. <laughs> yeah. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Alright everybody, welcome to (laughs) All You Need Is Blood, the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. And welcome to episode number 69. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) What did that represent? (laughs) Was that a turkey? (laughs) Gobble, gobble. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Joining me are my two co-hosts, Mr. Michael Whittemore in Chicago and Shane Smith over in Merry Old England. How are you boys doing? I'm all right. I'm good. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you're better than good. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm having a good giggle. That's all good. <laughs> uh, good to hear. How about you, Mike? I'm doing well. Excellent. Excellent. <clears throat> so on the podcast, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. Farting. Uh, farting. Farting. <laughs> yep. Vomit. That's obviously already in there. Yeah. We got that locked in. Yes. Uh, the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for them. <laughs> Not quite felching, but yeah. 
<laughs> can you remember right, that one? We're, we're gonna put a stop to that. <laughs> can you remember that when we got Mike to Google felching? <laughs> a true highlight of the show. <laughs> that was one of the best teams ever. <laughs> Just hearing him type away in the background and him going, "Oh my god, that's disgusting!" Oh. Yeah, that's the grossest thing I've ever read. <laughs> Uh, we never got anybody to look up Blue Waffle, huh? <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> Hashtag Blue Waffle. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I'm not putting that in. I'll put it on the Instagram post, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, oh, do it, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Ooh. That was low and deep. Ooh, so was that. No. I'm telling you, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm trying to mute it, because I'm going to be doing it too much this episode. <coughs> hey, no, it adds the reel at the end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's going to be great. How are so, you, Ryan? You, how, how are you? I am, I am doing pretty well. This yeah. is actually the first weekend in a long time that I've gotten to re- pretty much do nothing. So, relaxing, fellas. That's It feels good. Feels good to not have a responsibility for a weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's see. What else do I got on here? All right. So if you want to get in touch with the podcast, hit us up on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, all you need is blood. Uh, the Instagram account, all you need is blood podcast. And you're probably listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, probably some other stuff out there. Um, make sure you subscribe and like and review and comment and share and do everything that you're supposed to do. You know what to do. Just do it. (laughs) Just type in all you need is blood and hit subscribe. So with that being done, fellas, we got our official intro out of the way. Uh, what's been, what's been going on with you guys lately? Uh, Shane, anything interesting you've been getting into music, Um, movies, games? Well, I actually booted up my old Xbox, um, for the first time the other day. Does it still work? Yes, it does. Oh, my um, God. It still works. Um, only downside to it is <laughs> it's quite fucking funny, actually. I've got one of those um, detachable, uh, the rechargeable battery packs, and um, I charged it all up. You know, it was all ready to go, and it was all cool, and um, put Dead Space 2 on. I thought I'd give that a blast for a little while, and then turned on the battery pack, and it died. Like, literally, seconds after turning it on, I was like, oh, oh no. shit. Oh, you're talking the controller pad, the controller battery yeah, the actual, Yeah, the battery pack. Oh, yeah. Itself. Those are those are garbage. I just use AA batteries. Yeah, well, yeah I've been using the AA's, too. Well, these ones are rechargeable, and the worst part of it is I can't find the other fucking battery pack to go with it. So, unfortunately, the Xbox 360 is um, currently sitting there in silence, you know, unplayed, which I'm a bit pissed off about. Mm. Um, what else has been going on? I've been buying vinyl, more vinyl. Um, I got my copy of Night of the Living Dead, the double gold grey vinyl from Waxwork Records. Um, that came through a couple of weeks back. I picked up a very rare 10 inch yellow vinyl of White Zombies, more human than human. Oh, um, I finally got my repress of the Trent Reznor Halloween theme. Um, that came through a couple of weeks back as well, uh, which basically it turns out that the the copy that originally was released last year, because it contained the wrong track, 
the wrong version of the track on it. It's now already going on eBay for ridiculous amounts of money. Um, Sweet. Yes, I've been getting into my old school cock rock um, again. Uh, listening to like Faster Pussycat, Wasp, lots of Motley Crue. Speaking of Motley Crue, um, The Dirt is out on the 22nd, and I can't wait to see that. Um, what else did I pick up? Just a fuckload of CDs, just lots of CDs from one of my local charity shops, because um, someone's been getting rid of a lot of metal stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'll have some of that. So it was like proper old school. Um, I got the other day. I picked up the original Friday the Thirteenth on DVD, the People Under the Stairs on DVD, and Gone Girl, all for two pounds. Oh wow! Um, I got Dolls on Blu-ray. Um, obviously, my copy of Halloween. 2018 came through. Um, wasn't overly keen on the special features on that. Actually, I was a bit disappointed because there's not much. In the, there's not much in the way of special features on it. But I mean, overall, the film. I love the film anyway. But I mean, what's the stuff they've got on there is, isn't too bad. Um, I think that's about it, really. But I've just been um, listening to a lot of music. <coughs> Excuse me. Listening to a band called The King's Pistol. Um, acoustic death country is how acoustic I would acoustic death country. Yeah, that's how I would describe them. Um, they've got a new album coming out very soon. They've already got two out. I'll send you guys links so you can li- listen to them. You'll probably think they sound a bit like Mumford and Sons, but they're a bit more miserable. Okay, <laughs> a bit more yeah. miserable. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine, um, also an uh, old member of the UHM board, John Williams, directed their videos. Cool. So there's a nice little UHM connection there. Um, what else has been going on? Um, not much else, really, to be quite honest. I'm just uh, eyeing up lots of pieces of vinyl that I must buy. Um, I went on to um, Mondo the other day and spent about £300 in my mind as... In my mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll saw, have this and I'll yeah, have this. When I have some cash, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I get the cash, I will be purchasing lots of pieces of vinyl from Mondo. Um, so I will be broke again. Yes, I know, Ziggy. All right, all right. Calm your tits. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, so basically, yeah, there's. I've seen a few pieces of vinyl that I want and I will have. So, yeah, and that's about it. Nice. Mike, could you do me a favor? Yes. Give me like three or four inches away from your microphone. Am I, <laughs> Am I just breathing into it? <laughs> I yeah, can yeah. hear your nostril hairs <laughs> rubbing up against it. There's something. Tingling the mic. <laughs> All right, that's better. Or you're holding your breath, one of the two. I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, shit. All right, so what have you been getting into, Mike? Um, let's see. The new Misery Index came out. I've been jamming to that. Uh, the new Devil Master came out. Uh, Wretched Fate. Let's see. Pissgrave. All those are very good albums that just recently came out. So if you're interested. Pissgrave. Pissgrave, yes. Oh. 
That sounds like a classy one. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of uh, a band called 1914. It's a uh, a band from I don't know where. I forget, but it's in Europe somewhere, I believe. And uh, they just sing about World War One. So all their albums are about World War One. And oh, it's, happy, um, happy family values. Then. Yeah, it's it's great, 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 great music. So I recommend them immensely. Um, other than that, I finished Persona 4 on PS2. I've been jamming that. Took me only uh, 70 hours to beat it. So that was a that was like a month long game. And um, I've started Crackdown 3, which is not a game I'd recommend, but I'm playing it just because. <laughs> <laughs> This game sucks. I'm gonna keep playing it. I mean, sorta. Of, like it's a collectathon. It's just like jump here, collect all everything here, and get better, bigger, and better, and kill these guys. It's like it's like a game I could just like turn my mind off and not pay attention to. So yeah. I appreciate it for that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I uh, I have Game Pass on Xbox, so it's like a Netflix for Microsoft type thing. And um. <laughs> I'd like all Xbox's AAA games go right to Game Pass. So mm-hmm. I basically pay 10 bucks a month for just everything, like new games. So it pays for itself. Is, and, is uh, Crackdown 3 a new one or, or is 4 the one that just came out? No, 3 is the new one. Okay. All right. Just, yeah, I didn't remember. Like Just Cause 4 just came out and uh, mm-hmm. they, they put that on Game Pass already, which was odd to me, but okay. <laughs> hmm. Um,. Other than that, I've been trying to watch a lot of movies. Um, anytime I get a chance to watch a movie, I've been watching them. So, so far, I'm writing them all down. All my They're not horror movies in a way. They're just like anything I feel like watching. So far, I've watched like 20 movies since like January, which is a lot for me. I started the uh, 007 movies because I've never seen any of them. Besides, <laughs> besides Goldfinger. That's the only one I've seen. Okay. So they have them all on Netflix. So I was like, "Fuck it!" So I started with uh, Doctor No, and yep. uh, yeah, I'm gonna move up from there. George Lazenby, um, what a classic! Yeah, like uh, let's see what else I've been watching. I watch all the Indiana Jones Do- movies. Doctor No is Sean Connery. Yeah, is it? No, George yeah. Lange- George Lazenby was the first Bond, if I remember correctly. You remember incorrectly. Yeah, because Sean Connery is the first. Well, which one would George Lazenby? I know he only did one. He was in one. I think it was from Russia with Love. Was it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I saw it. I know which one you're talking about. There, I remember there was skiing in it. it was, he was in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh. Is that the one after from Russia with Love? I don't remember. It's been a while. I watched... I probably got through like three quarters of the Bond movies, and then you know y- y- you get stuck in a in a rut after a while, and you can't distinguish which ones are which because they're all the same after yeah. a while. Like, yeah, eh. I'm really enjoying Doctor No. I thought it was I thought it's pretty badass so far because, like I said, I've only seen Goldfinger, and that was like 15, 20 years ago. No, how old am I? Thirty one. So it's like fifteen years ago, and like my friends and I would just make fun of it. So, like, because uh, there's one one line where uh, Sean Connery turns around and he sees pussy galore, and he's like pussy, and it just made us like. <laughs> <wild>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but I got on the uh, uh, 007 ones because I just watched all the Indiana Jones, which I've seen before, but I was rewatching them. But I never saw the one that came out in uh, 2008, Kingdom of the Crystal Ugh. Skull. But like, I watched it, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Like, it was, it's, it was like not good, but like it wasn't as horrible. Like, I thought it was just going to be terrible, but I it wasn't. Hated that movie. Did you? Yeah. Elijah Wood sucks. Not Elijah Wood. Fucking more. I'm sorry. Shia LaBeouf. Elijah Wood. Shia, Shia, yeah. That's Shia a different story. Elijah Wood does <laughs> suck. As I call him, Shia the Beef. Yeah, he's he sucks in it. It's like Indiana Jones's kid, and it's like, oh, shut up. But uh, they're gonna make another one apparently, so I guess he's not yeah. gonna be in it, and I'm fine with that. But yeah, I just I don't know. Since Sean Connery was in uh, Last Crusade, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna watch the Double O Seven movies too. There you go. But yeah, but other than that, I've just been uh, going to school, working. I'm on spring break this week. Woo! Spring break. What are so, your spring break plans? Uh, working and then going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, that's awesome. it. Cool. Well, let's see. What have I been doing recently? I finally, finally fucking beat Bloodborne. Oh, wow. Um, and and it was most mostly because I just didn't have time to play it. Um, and also because I spent like fucking 20 hours beating the goddamn last boss, that motherfucker Garman. Holy shit. That took me forever. Uh, but yeah, but I got the game done and I'm happy with getting it done because now this month, um, from software's new game, Sekiro Mm -hmm. is coming out and I intend to get that. And since it's going to be on PC, I'm very excited about getting that too. So I'll just, uh. Once it comes out, I'll, I'll download it. Yeah, Val's been on a Bloodborne kick still. Like, she hasn't been playing it, but it's all she talks about. Oh, really? <laughs> she loves the lore to it. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's it's so Lovecraftian. It's all the old ones and, you know, uh, evil blood and unseen yeah. things that are behind reality. It's pretty fucking awesome. Great lore. So, yeah, I've been doing that. Um, let's see, what else? I just watched Captain Marvel last night. Um, and it sucked. And I don't know. I don't want to go into spoilers or anything. If anyone's really interested, I'm surprised in it. that you said so, that. So was I. Like I love MCU movies. You know yeah. what I mean. I even like the bad ones. And this is definitely one of the bad ones. It's like Thor two, or the Edward Norton Hulk. It's just like nothing is great about the movie. And there's a lot of things that are piss poor in the movie. The story's not great. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Captain Marvel herself has no character. Like, they they tell her things. Like, for instance, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but this is one of the, like, the very beginning of the movie. Um, the, you know, she's training with some aliens, and they're like, oh, you're, you're using your emotions. You shouldn't use your emotions. You're too emotional. You need to, you know, be more logical and blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, oh, that would make that this will make sense. And then you know they'll they'll show her being emotional in the movie. She displays zero emotions in the entire movie, and I'm like, is is that supposed to be part of her character? Like, oh, she's too emotional, but we're not going to show her being emotional. Hmm. You know, it's one of those instead of saying she's too emotional, show us, show the audience, make it part of her behavior. Um, but I don't know. The whole thing was just not good, but CGI Sam Jackson is fucking awesome. <laughs> like the, the, when he's first on screen, you know, you're, you're trying to notice it. You're like, all right, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to see if I can see how weird the CGI looks. 
But then after about five minutes, you're like, I can't even see it anymore. It's just, you know, it's just another actor on the screen, which is yeah. crazy how good CGI has gotten in recent years. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really recommend it unless you're like a super big Marvel fanboy and you're like, oh, I got to see all the MCU movies. Um, I still haven't seen Black Panther. I have like no interest in that. Black Pan- Panther's way better than Captain Marvel in my Black opinion. Black Panther's and, actually a really good film. And I wasn't I wasn't huge on Black Panther. I thought that one was like okay, like mid-tier Marvel. Uh this one's definitely low-tier Marvel. So, sucks. But what are you going to do? I'm going to go and see it next week. Um I think I'm going to go see that and Happy Death Day to you. No, oh, yeah. So, I really want to see Happy Death Day to you cuz I love the first one. Is it in theaters? Yeah. Wow. Didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. Trailer looks funny, so yeah. yeah, that's good. So let's see what else. Oh, yesterday, Elisa found a new show on Netflix, and part of her I'll watch anything as long as it's British. Um, she started watching this show called Botched Up Bodies. Shane, yeah, have you heard of this show? I have. It's a show about uh, people that have either had plastic surgery or other surgeries and something's fucked up about it and they have to go get additional surgery to get it corrected. Mm-hmm. And this show is completely <coughs> disgusting. It, yeah. It's <laughs> like some woman goes in and goes, oh, I had this like vagina surgery to like make my vagina look prettier. And now it's all lumpy and pussy. And they show... Mike, I walk into the, I walk into my living room and I've got like you know a hundred and forty seven inch projector. Mm-hmm. The the entire thing is a vagina, <laughs> just a gigantic uncensored. Here's her vagina, and then she turned the on the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Biggest cunt I've ever seen on a screen. Yeah, <laughs> it it is ridiculous. Ridiculous, and even funnier is that as we're watching this, so you know, Elisa is in the medical field and does surgeries and whatnot. You know, being being a vet, we go and they show the surgery scenes, and the the the, the doctor's not wearing a mask. He's like doing open surgery. This guy's like gut is torn open, and he's like hanging over it, being like, <sighs> like breathing into the wound. <laughs> Oh, you're like, what are you doing? And another one, a guy has a mask on, but he has his nose sticking out from the mask, and you're like, that defeats the point. Oh the whole God. idea. <laughs> so we're laughing. It's that's, it's terrible, horrible, yeah. horrible show. Actually, that's that show is quite funny because they put it on late at night on Channel Four over here, and it's got some of the biggest ratings you could possibly imagine. There's just people I, sitting there winding down and oh, let's watch a bit of surgery. <laughs> Nothing quite like a bit of surgery over over your midnight snack. You know? Oh, I know they're like squeezing pus out. Val and... loves that shit too. Like I think it's well, a woman thing. It has to be because like be. Val, like I go to Val's and she of course she borrows my Netflix. So it's like you go over to her profile and like it's all these like rea- it's reality TV horror movies and like surgery shows. I'm like, what is your life? You know, like what do you do? I love so watching like, shit like that because I love watching Doctor Pimple Popper. Fuck that! No, oh my god, Elisa oh, watches that show too. Holy oh, shit! Man, I can no, deal I, I, with a lot of shit. But that's fucking gross, dude. I watch <laughs> a lot of that stuff on YouTube because she posts a new video like every single day. Oh my god! So it's like six p.m. UK time. I'm on YouTube watching Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> I'm 
like, oh, what we got today? Have we got a cyst? Have we got zits? Yeah, who needs, no, it's who a needs porn? Yeah, yeah it's a live homer. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that I love disgusting. I love watching it because I lo- what I love is her snipping all around, snipping all the tissue around it and then pulling out the system in its entirety. And yeah. then she cuts it open for everybody to see what's inside it. Yep. It's yeah, awesome. That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Oh fucking British yep. people are gross. Well people Thanks. tuned out now. No yeah. one's listening anymore. They're all watching Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sounds pretty interesting. Like, oh, a whole cyst? Well, that I gotta <laughs> see. Yeah, she, oh man, there's been some classics on there. Oh, fuck. All right, well, on that lovely topic, maybe we'll go to our uh, to our main topic here of this episode 69. Uh, we decided to, I don't know, get a little bit cheeky, I guess uh, <laughs> Shane would say. <laughs> oh, God, that was a little too cheeky, Shane. Maybe back that one up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> cheeky smile, cheeky grin. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so we wanted to talk about some sexy horror on episode yeah, 69. Sex. Yeah, Vagina. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, what do you guys got in, in terms of sexy horror? Who wants to start us off here? Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter? All right, well, since it doesn't matter, we'll go to you, Mike. All right, um... I will start with the less sexy horror movie that I thought would be sexier, but I watched mm-hmm. it, so I'm going to talk about it. Because oh, I we're, also, we're also going to be ranking these uh, from 0 to 69. <laughs> well, this is going to be in the negatives, because this was, fucking, this was awful. When you, when you told me the ones you were watching, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> well, okay, this first one is called Flesh-Eating Mothers, and... I it caught me because it's on Amazon Prime, and it said a venereal disease turns an entire town of two timing mothers into cannibals. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, what could be more sexy than that? Than VD? Yeah. Then <laughs> seriously, like, you know, you're gonna you're gonna bang somebody and you turn into a cannibal. I'm like, that's gonna be badass, you know? It wasn't. It wasn't at all. And. It was made 1988 by James Aviles Martin, and uh, okay, let's get down to it. It's it's a terrible, terrible movie. Um, so it starts off with like these like horned up older women, and one dad is sleeping with a few of them, and I, I seriously, I could sum it all up with they just turn into cannibals because of like a virus going around, and. There, it's never explained how or why they got the virus. It starts off with like some dude in a forest and he's missing an arm and he's like, ah, and he just like yells to himself and then he shoots his, uh, a woman. And then I guess that virus goes out into the world somehow. But I, I don't know how it starts. It doesn't tell you how it starts. It's just these, these women that, it's only women who gave birth to children. So it's only mothers turn into cannibals because it's a a venereal disease, but only a few of them are having sex before turning into them. So what I'm trying to say is this movie is a piece of shit and it doesn't tell you anything. It's uninteresting. And 
even the uh the picture the cover of it it's got some like horned up looking milf on there with her tits hanging out i'm like sweet this is going to be a sexy old time you know but it wasn't because these women are just like your typical 80s women and i'm not not down High jeans all the way up to their nipples. Seriously, curly and it's just, hair. Yeah, the act. It's like it's a really like low budget movie. I feel bad when I call it a piece of shit because actually it took time like to make it and money and stuff, and someone put effort into it. But like, I don't know, man. It's just like it's like plot hole city, and it's it's really not worth the time. And but the the gore is pretty good because like there's a cop in it, and he goes home, and he sees like his wife eating his child. And <laughs> and it's nice because like she's like holding up an arm and there's like a, a baseball mitt attached to it, like so you know it's the kid. And he's like, and he like kills kills the uh, the mom or tries to kill him. But I don't know. It's just it, it, there's some good gore scenes, but it's really not as sexy as I thought I'd be. I thought it'd be, but it's you know it's about women who are horny and turn into cannibals because of a venereal disease so you know it's it can be sexy if you're into that sort of thing so i I really wouldn't recommend it but if you're if you're interested in that it's on amazon prime came out in 1988 and the tagline is they bit off more than they could chew (laughs) i remember seeing this movie i mean like a long time ago it it reminded it reminded me of something like a trauma movie or, or, or you know, like Full Moon. Like, it was yeah. so cheesy and, uh, and 80s-ish. Uh, but, but I remember being really dumb, and I did not remember the venereal disease until I looked up the IMDb, and I'm like, is that what was doing it? Yeah, it was it was really weird because, they're like, they kind of discover it. A scientist, like, discovers it, like, three-quarters of the way through, going, oh, my God, it's a virus. And, like, they just mention venereal disease. Like, the thing they're describing isn't, like, doesn't sound sexually transmitted. And what the guy's like, oh, so, yeah, it's a venereal disease. And when they look through the, the microscope, for some fucking reason, it's animated, like, as a cartoon. So these little, <laughs> like, these little cells have, like, big cartoon eyes, and they're, like, eating each other. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But it was that like that kind of part was entertaining. The cheese factor is super high in this. But it's yeah. like they kind of just pulled the story out of their ass to make a movie. And it's like it's mm-hmm. kind of entertaining, but yeah. You're not gonna go back to it, I take. No. Never. I and then of course Connor Blackman. He was like, I was looking at this movie on eBay the other day. I'm like, of course you were. <laughs> 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 oh, Connor. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I had fun watching that one from what I remember, but it, it was probably like 10, 15 years ago that I watched mm-hmm. it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's it's really dumb. And I don't know. I'd probably, I probably want to go back now, now that I know it's a venereal disease. And I want to see what it's about. Yeah, try to check it out. I mean, go ahead. Why not? What do you got? What, do you, what else you got going on? Exactly. What am I going to do? Sit here and uh, not watch a movie about cannibal mothers and a VD? So to answer your question, on a scale from zero to sixty-nine, I would give this a three. <laughs> three. <laughs> That's a pretty big scale we got. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Shane, what do you got for one of your choices? I'm gonna go with Sexy Killer. 
I don't know if you guys have seen this one, or you probably have, and you fucking hate it. But um, it's uh, it's one of those films where it's basically about a young girl. I think it's a Spanish movie. Um, it is a comedy horror, and it is very tongue in cheek. But it's basically a young girl working at a trendy designer school, and she decides to start killing off the opposition with an array of weaponry, guns, knives, swords. You name it, she's fucking got it somehow. And um, basically, she's killing all these people, and the cops are trying to solve all these murder cases, not knowing that this girl is the one responsible for it. And some of the kills in it are pretty funny. Um, It's a bit of a gore fest, and it's pretty much slapstick gore. One second. Oh, for fuck's sakes. One second. I've got Uh, got a phone call coming in. That was your vibrator. Answer it on air, Shane. Teach him a lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, shh. No. Damn. He must have left. Those phone sex hotlines aren't cheap, so he's got to use every second he can. Sure. All right, that was sorted. (laughs) All right. um, Were you able to finish? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Rather quickly. Oh fuck. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. So basically, I mean this movie is just her going around killing all these all these kids and like anybody who crosses her path who pisses her off and one scene where um, some guy runs over her dog in his car, kills the dog, and she then slowly tortures him and basically slices him up in in the street. You know, she's got him pinned to his car with a sword and, you know, is questioning him. And then he decides to tell her that there's a party going on, so she heads to the party to kill more people. And then the twist of it is, is that these two guys who are working in a mortuary, who she has connections with, have discovered have created a device that basically lets you see what the corpses saw in the last thirty seconds of their life. And the twist of it is, this device that they use also reanimates the corpses. So you've got all these zombies walking around, um, like completely unaware of what the fuck has happened and why they're around and then they start going around killing people so this girl and this guy that um she has basically got as a sidekick unwittingly um have to fend off a horde of zombies as well so um that was highly entertaining and it's a bit stupid it's a bit bit crazy but i kind of like it and the lead actress in it is um macarena gomez um, and she's kind of foxy. I quite like her. Um, but the film was by Miguel Marti and written by Paco Cabezas. Oh, him. Yeah, him. So, yeah, that's it's quite an interesting film. It's just funny in places. It's ridiculously funny in places. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it is pretty cool. Hmm. Cool. Inter- yeah, so I never heard of this. I watched the trailer for it today. Yeah. And it looks fucking terrible. I, <laughs> I can't believe you picked this, Shane. This is so not what I would have guessed you to pick. Hey, she's hot, all right? She's fucking hot. 
and I actually own this on DVD. Oh my god! I haven't watched it for a long while. It was one of those blind buys. I thought, oh, this looks entertaining, and I watched it, and I was like, actually, that was quite entertaining. Yeah, she was in Dagon. Also, shit movie. So, so, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah, have you ever heard of this, Mike? No, but looking it up, it's got a pretty decent rating in uh, the IMDb. It's got a five point eight. Maybe it's better than the trailer. I don't know. I did not. I was not impressed. I'm like, oh, I, I don't think I want to see this. I thought it was really funny. I genuinely did. It's uh, it's just fucking ridiculous. It's just one of those leave your brain at the door and watch it. Yep. So it's it's mindless violence, and I kind of like that in movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoyed it. All right. Well, uh, did you give it a rating there, Shane? Um, oh, what was the rating? One out of 69 vaginas. Um, <laughs> I'd give it a 45. 45? Yeah. All right, so so pretty sexy. I don't even know where that falls. Is that That's like, I guess, above average. So. Yeah, it's above average. There you go. Classy, very classy. All right, so let me... Um, let me go with the more mainstream pick that I chose... Uh, so, you know, like, when you think sexy horror, like, like, the stuff that immediately pops in my head is, like, um, Cemetery Man or, uh, I don't know, like, Return of the Living Dead 3. So I chose Return of the Living Dead 3. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the first one I thought of. Um, Return of the Living Dead 3, 1993, directed by Brian Usna, um, who any, any horror buff should recognize the name from classics like Society, uh, Bride of Reanimator, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Necronomicon, uh, The Dentist 2, and Beyond Reanimator, along with a bunch of others. Uh, he's, he's sort of a wacko guy. He, does, he loves, you know, traditional special effects. Uh, in fact, he did a lot of the special effects on the first Reanimator. Um, so this one, Return of the Living Dead 3, stars uh, the sexy Melinda Clark as Julie. Um, she's mostly known for her TV work, but this is sort of her big, I don't know, I guess this was more her movie than anything else uh, that people recognize it from. Uh, the basic plot of the movie is that some 20-something teenagers, yeah, and by that I mean teenagers that are in their 20s, uh, break into a secure military research facility and watch some zombie testing that the research facility is doing. And what I think of the interesting part of this movie is it is sort of a continuation of, you know, the first Return of the Living Dead or whatever, if you want to consider the sequel sort of like a remake or whatever. But it, it has the same barrels that were in those movies, and the military is using the gas that comes out of the barrels to reanimate corpses and do tests on them and shit, um, you know, to make a better army or something. So after watching the zombie test, uh, this couple goes back to the kid's place and bangs. Um, then the kid gets into an argument with his dad, who runs the research facility. And they run off, get on his motorcycle, and she starts like fondling him while they're riding the motorcycle. And causes a horrific accident where she smashes her face into a telephone pole and snaps her neck. Uh, and the kid is obviously upset by this, so he carries her back to the research facility, sneaks in her corpse... And reanimates her using the Return of the Living Dead gas. <clears throat> so um, she comes back and they're all confused and she doesn't know what, why her neck hurts and blah, 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 blah. 
They eventually make their way to a convenience store because she's starving and doesn't know what she wants to eat. Um, they run into some criminals at the convenience store. Uh, the clerk eventually gets shot, and then she eats the clerk's brains, uh, obviously freaking out the kid who's with her. And one thing leads to another. They have a couple of misadventures. She tries to kill herself unsuccessfully, but she finds out that causing herself pain uh, slows down the hunger or postpones it or something. So in, in this sort of, like, gruesome uh, little segue sequence, she's, like, piercing herself with, like, glass that she finds and chains and all kinds of spikes and other shit that she just comes across in the sewer. And, um, yeah, like, turns herself into this sort of, like, I don't know, BSDM, like, piercing this, like, really crazy-looking um, pierced sort of monster and she like kind of becomes like a vigilante like killing off the uh the bad guys and turning them into zombies and whatnot and you know it, it all goes to hell and turns into sort of like a uh a zombie invasion and you know i don't want i'm not going to spoil the end of the movie but it sort of goes off in like a romantic uh a romantic ending as much as you could say for a super violent zombie movie um, in all, I think it's pretty good. It's not one of the best zombie movies out there, but it's certainly one of the most original. Like, you don't get this kind of shit on most zombie movies. Um, dealing with, like, romance and all this, like, weird uh, BSDM stuff and all that. Uh, a lot of people are really amped about this chick. Like, if you look at the cover for this movie, she's on every cover. Um, and it's like, she's this, like, really hot redhead with piercings just fucking everywhere her the top of her head and through her neck and her hands so um yeah it's pretty cool it's an interesting watch if you like the other <coughs> living dead movies this one's not as comedic as the others are although there are comedy moments um but it's completely worth checking out but uh, you know way more so than the return of the living dead four and five uh one and two are obviously just sort of funnier slapstick I have a good time, but three is absolutely worth checking out. Um, let's see. On my scale, I mean, the girl's pretty sexy. There is some pre-dead nudity, so that's always a plus. Uh, I'd probably go with a solid, we'll go with like a solid 50 out of 69. Very reasonable, very sexy, very He's, romantic. I like this film, actually. Yeah, what do you think, Shane? I am, um, I, well... I watched this when it first came out in 1993. So um, I remember watching it on VHS around at my buddies. And uh, it was it was quite funny because we were all sitting there watching the film. It was like me, my buddy Sam, his brother, and both of his parents were all sitting there watching it. And uh, they were like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. This is horrible. And um, I was like, these piercing scenes are so cool. And... You know, I was just like, everyone was just grossed out. They were just looking at me. He's like, oh, my God, you're fucking sick of my head. I was like, yeah, but look at that, man. I mean, but when she puts the, the spring through her skin and, you know, it's like slowly piercing herself and then the full the full finished look, I'm like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. So that's like, that's pre kind of cyber goth type look with all the piercings and the leather straps and, you know, that's full on fetish. Yeah, I like when she's got that. She's got like a leather strap, like going through her hand, tied to a rock. Yeah, what the fuck? Is that? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I uh, just I just thought it was a really cool film. And although watching it recently, it kind of the makeup effects do look a little bit dated. Mm. But I mean, overall, the story is pretty cool. Um, and some of the acting is pretty cool as well. Some of the dialogue's a bit ropey, but that's what you get. Um, yeah, right. Well, yeah, when you're trying to be cool in the early 90s, yeah. it, it doesn't usually come off great. <laughs> no, but um, overall, I'd, I'd, get, I'd, I'd agree with you on this one. I'd give it a 50, definitely a 50 out of 69. Nice. Have you seen this one, Mike? I have. I've only watched it once uh, a few years back, so I can't really comment on it. I don't really remember it. But I, I got I remember liking it a lot. So yeah, there's I that. mean it's fun. Uh, Brian Usna, the guy's the guy's a nut. So Man. you know you're gonna get some crazy shit showing up uh, in this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like this one. I think it's worth watching. Um, I prefer obviously Return of the Living Dead, which does have one of the sexiest scenes with Linnea Quigley stripping completely oh, yeah. down dancing. Good old trash. <laughs> yes, trash. So yeah, that's what I got for my uh, my first choice. What else you got there, Mike? Oh, well, let's see. I uh, as soon as you said sexy horror, I was like, there's one thing that popped into my head, and it's a movie I used to watch with my buddy uh, around the late 2000s, right when it came out. And it was called Zombie Strippers. Oh fuck's sake! And <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. So this movie came out in 2008. Robert England's in it. So you should watch it. And um, I watched this a lot when 2008, I was 20. So my buddy and I were like all over this. For some reason, those like late 2000s, really shitty B movie horror movies. I used to love back then. It's just like they still had some practical effects and they weren't overly CGI. And I appreciated that. And I, I ignored all the shitty dialogue and stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I think this is one of the sexiest uh, horror movies out there. So let's face it. Jenna Jameson. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like it, it, it starts off with, it starts off with a <laughs> military like uh oh shit how did i forget how it started i just watched it today <laughs> oh yeah okay so like a scientist, a scientist is it's basically your run-of-the-mill zombie movies story uh scientists in like a testing center they create a like an undead thing where uh you know people who die can come back and they're going to use it as like a a um like a super soldier thing so they're like oh yeah like a dead soldier he has no feelings and he's reanimated so he feels no pain and everything and and uh the, a military group was called into can like um what you call it uh like uh kill all the zombies that are in the facility because like it broke out and they were like overrunning the facility but the scientists were all happy with the outcome so this military uh group comes in completely overacts everything it's like this over-the-top military group and uh one of them gets bitten and i guess like <laughs> like next door or like next to that building there's a strip club and one of them gets bitten and he runs away and he accidentally uh, stumbles into a strip club where Jenna Jameson's there and a bunch of other very hot strippers. And 
uh, one of Jana, uh, Jenna Jameson gets the gets bitten, and she becomes a zombie. But she still wants to strip, so mm-hmm. she's stripping as a zombie, and it turns out her stripping is like immaculate after she becomes a zombie. So it's while she's stripping. It's like all these guys are surrounding the, the floor and they're like throwing money at her and they're like, yeah, and she's like doing all these things that like a normal person wouldn't be able to do. And and the other girls get jealous of her. So they want to get bit, too. And there's like a there's like a, a jealousy thing going on where a lot of the people that are uh, bitten are performing super well. But then the people that aren't bitten they're not they're performing normally but none of the guys are going to throw money at them so uh jenna jameson as she's performing she points to a guy and she goes you and she like pulls him to the back room and then like this guy's buddies he's like yeah they're like all cheering him on because he's getting pulled into the back room and she uh bites off his dick and and the effects in this movie are fantastic they're they're great there's like some scenes where like uh, a zombie's head's head will explode and it's completely cgi but most of it is practical effects so she bites off this guy's dick and she's like squishing it around in her mouth and it's like gushing blood out and everything and so what these strippers are doing is after they're giving their performance and all these people are uh throwing the money on stage they're taking them in the back for a lap dance but they end up just eating them and then robert england he is the strip club manager he finds that there's a lot of money to be made (laughs) in this like thing that he's got going on. So they, so as they're eating all these patrons, they're actually, they're coming back to life. They're getting reanimated. So he traps them down in a cage in the basement. And there's just like this big cage full of zombies downstairs. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And (laughs) (laughs) there's like this cage of zombies in the basement. And, as they're performing, they're getting more and more like decrepit and they're like uh, decomposing and, and shit like that. So it, it's kind of cool uh, as you're kind of intrigued on where this is all going. So, I, I mean, I don't want to give away the ending or anything, even though it's like an over the top B movie. But yeah, I, w- I would I would recommend it. There's a lot of if you're like easily offended by racism, I wouldn't recommend it because (laughs) (laughs) this was before everyone got offended. And there's a janitor named Paco, and he's like the most cliched Mexican ever like put onto film. Like and there's a scene where he's about to go battle some zombies. So he takes a picture out and you see three women, his wife and his two kids. And he goes, my Maria, I will see you on the other side. And he goes and to my daughter, Maria and my other daughter, Maria. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and, and, he's, and he he lights up a cigar. And for some reason, there's a donkey in the room and he looks at the donkey and goes, my friend, I will see you on the other side as well. I'm like, oh, my God. And Robert England just treats him like shit throughout the whole movie. He picks up Paco's hand. And since he's the janitor, he's like, what color is this? He, and the uh, Paco's like, cappuccino. He goes, that means you're cleaning up this whole fucking room. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, oh it's a really, really, really fun movie. The dialogue is terrible. Um, it's just, it's very, very, very corny. Like, there's three strippers, and they all, all got guns. And one of them goes... Uh, uh, they're zombies, and the other one's like, "No, they're strippers." And another one comes up, and she goes, 
they're zombie strippers and she like cocks her gun i'm like oh shut up (laughs) but so yeah if you go in knowing what you're gonna expect i mean it's it's kind of it's fun because the the practical effects are real cool so so yeah Yeah, i i saw this one time i think I, i actually remember the day i saw it too it was i was doing an october 31 days of horror and for whatever reason i had zombie movies on fridays and Elisa and I had to go to a wedding, so we were in a hotel, and I brought, like, my laptop with a DVD player so we could watch zombie strippers in the hotel room, and she, Elisa still hasn't forgiven me to this day for watching that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, where one could watch it, because it wasn't on Amazon Prime, it's not, if for some reason, it wasn't on Netflix or anything, so I had to illegally acquire it because I don't feel like renting it for three dollars. I don't know what that says about it, but uh it's on Am- <laughs> not worth not worth three dollars. Huh? <laughs> it's on Amazon. The DVD's on Amazon for ten bucks. So Wow that expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. You can get it used for three seventy eight. There you go. Uh, That's oh, the way to do there it. There you go. You can get it in a four pack with the Night of the Living Dead remake. The Resident Evil Apocalypse, The Devil's Tomb, and then Zombie Strippers. It's the four-movie Thrills and Chills collection for $5.41. Devil's Tomb isn't as bad as you would think. No? I've seen that one, too. I've seen all those. Fuck. What am I doing with my life? So, on a scale from 0 to 69, I would give this a... uh, I would give this a 68. Wow! Yeah, well, come on. It has got Jenna Jameson in it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of sexual... I mean, these ladies are good looking. So I would say... Sure. But I would give it a perfect 69. I would probably give it a perfect 69 if if there was, like, banging in it. Like, if there was, like, a full-fledged porno. Like zombie banging? Yeah, well, okay. So, like, Val and I went to a... We go to this place called Rolling Stone Records by me. And they sell, like, all kinds of movies and music. It's where I always go to record store day. and But they've got, like, an adult section there. And there is a movie there called Invasion of the Booty Snatchers. Like, I'd give that a perfect 69. Sure. You know, but this I'd give like a 68. So Nice. Well, that's a high score. Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely in the 60s. Yes. For sure. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Shane, have you seen this one? Of course I have. (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts on zombie strippers? Not the greatest movie in the world. Uh, Mike kind of covered it all. I mean, the zombie chicks, they look hot. Um... You know, the dialogue, fucking awful. Um, yeah, the racism is a bit, is a bit um, <laughs> iffy. But, um, so now I'm going to go back and revisit it because I do not remember the racism that much. There's a lot know. of racism. There is a lot in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, Jenna Jameson, what more can be said? All right, excellent. Shane, do you have another uh, sexy horror movie for us? Yeah, it was Zombie Strippers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that hints me saying, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> so, oh, you were going to talk about that? Yeah, I was. Oh. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> I couldn't think of another one. Wait a second. One. Mike definitely posted he was watching this. <laughs> I must have missed that, because I know I was going to watch from dusk till dawn, and then somebody said that we'd watched it numerous times. Oh, we'd mentioned it before, and I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck. And I'm kind of <laughs> at a loss now, so I'm going to go for a slash. 
Ryan, you can take over the mantle. I'll, I'll do the next one while I think quickly. Uh. <laughs> but, oh my god, that one smelled. Fucking hell. Right, I'll be back in a few. <laughs> Alright. Well, while, while Shane is working his slash, this gives the perfect opportunity for my next choice. Uh, I want to do something a little bit different uh, with the sexy horror. So I picked a movie I hadn't seen before, but it appeared to be very sexy based on the description. This is a movie called Hellbent from 2004. It's written and directed by Paul Etheridge. And it is a openly gay slasher movie. And the, it, it sticks to a lot of slasher stereotypes. And the basic gimmick of the movie is that it's all about this group of gay men going out for a Halloween night. Um, trying to enjoy themselves and get laid, and there's a serial killer going around picking everybody off one by one, basically. And like most slashers, I always say that if you have good characters, it's going to make, you know, a, a better slasher movie. And they really go out of their way to sort of, I guess, give unique personalities to everybody in this, which is definitely the way to go, you know, for a slasher. Uh, you got one guy, Chaz. He's sort of like the douchebag Stifler type. Um, he's bisexual, and I think he's like the only one in the movie that actually gets laid. There's Joe, who's like the skinny nerd kid that's in love with a, uh, this big tough jock. There's Jake, who is a badass Harley tattoo dude. And uh, he's the love interest of Eddie, the main guy, who wants to be a cop, but he could never be a cop because... Uh, he lost his eye, and some they don't really specify what the accident was, but he says he ran into a pipe, and I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> he lost his eye by running into a pipe. And finally, there's, oh shit, this is definitely a typo. I wrote Tibby. I'm guessing maybe that's supposed to be Toby. Did I open this thing? <laughs> his Tibby. name is Tibby. <laughs> Hang on a second. Now I gotta, now I gotta look it up. Oh, fuck. It is, oh, this is the wrong hellbent. Well, it's it's a, one of the guys is an underwear model who on this particular Halloween night decides to go out in drag and gets just completely shit-faced. So the movie itself, um, obviously we're featuring full beefcakes here, fellas. These guys are all in tip-top shape, muscles, clean-shaven, Every the whole package is just completely... Complete hunk, 100%. What film was this, um, What's that? What film is this? It's called Hellbent from 2004, Shane. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, you missed the intro because you were going for your slash. This yeah. is uh, an openly gay slasher movie. Okay. So, let's see here. Um, basically, the, the movie starts off with um, two guys hooking up in a car, and, or, and there's balloons that are, like, in their way in the car and he's like oh we can't do this while we have the balloons so he goes hang on i've got an idea so one guy that takes his shirt off and sticks his upper body out the window of the car so that the other guy could like bang him in the car and uh as as the dude's pulling his pants down and everything the uh, the killer comes over and like cuts the guy's head clean off and he's like, ooh, you're moving around a lot. You must like this. <laughs> <laughs> and his body's like twisting and stuff. Uh, the special effects are pretty good. They're not the best. They're practical. So that's good. There's a lot of blood. Also a positive. But, you know, the, we're not talking like Tom Savini. This isn't, 
you know, top-notch stuff here, but it's a super low-budget movie, and they, they did what they could with it. Um, some negatives, I'll say, it has... The camera work is sort of that, like, early 2000s style where it's all, like, Dutch angles and, like, weird... You know, the camera's tilted in, like, every shot, and they're trying to make it look interesting. Um, positive sides are the sets are done really well. Like, there's, like, a whole scene in this, um, uh, like, gay dance club in the bathroom, and, like, it's an interesting set, and, like, if you can make a bathroom look interesting, you know, you're doing something right. So, because it's Halloween, you know, uh, people are walking around in costumes that are all bloodied and stuff, so when the killer comes around, he's, like, killing people in, not broad daylight, it's at night, but, like, in the middle of, like, a huge party, nobody's noticing because everyone's dressed up in, like, these bloody costumes. And they even have this one, like, uh, musical scene where there's, like, a, a, a guy playing in a band, and the two guys grab... Um, one of the characters, the skinny nerd guy, drag him on stage, and they perform almost this almost like guar esque like show where they put him on a slab and they've got like fake chainsaws and they're spraying blood all over the place. And then like the lights go out and they're like tossing limbs around. So to see somebody walking through the crowd covered in blood would be, I guess, completely normal in this situation. And it leads to an interesting scene later where a guy's just getting cut up in the middle of a dance floor. It's pretty cool. Uh, there's some interesting kills in it. Nothing really too crazy. The, the killer's sort of signature is that he always cuts their head off and he's keeping it for a keepsake or something else. And the, the crew interacts with the killer throughout the movie. Like, I don't know if they don't know that he's the killer, but they know he's like this creepy beefcake guy wearing like a devil's mask. And he's always carrying around a sickle. And I guess nobody seems to notice that it's always covered in blood. Um, I don't know, in terms of a slasher, I'd say it's decent early 2000s slasher type stuff. It's not like the best thing you're ever going to see. There's some hilarious moments, um, just with some of the interact interactions of the characters and other people running around. Uh, you know, there's one scene where the guy that's dressed up in drag is like bending over to throw up in a trash can. And then, uh, some other, some other guys are walking behind him and they go, Ooh, nice legs. Where'd you get them? And he stands up and his wig is all cockeyed and he's like, I got him from soccer. And the other guys were supposed to be straight and they're like, run, run. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I had a good time watching the movie. It wasn't, it didn't take itself too seriously. The most hysterical scene was towards the end of the movie. The guy that I said had lost his eye from like an accident when he was younger was like, is fighting with the, the killer and they're, like, fighting over this fire escape. And the killer gets in real close with them and, like, licks the dude's glass eyeball out of his head. Nice. And it is disgusting. <laughs> You're like, eh! <laughs> He's <like> socket. <laughs> He's empty and blacked out. Oh, God. Uh, so that was that was pretty disturbing, to say the least, to see that. But, um, but yeah, uh, it was... A funny movie. I recommend people check it out. It's free on Amazon Prime, Hellbent. And, you know, if you're open-minded a little bit and go check out a little bit of gay horror, there's nothing, like, graphic. There's nothing weird in it, you know. Uh, It's a story about these guys going out trying to get laid. And, you know, it's a goofy slasher. What do you want, man? There's not much more you could ask for. Uh, In terms of sexiness, like I said, these guys are all... Prime choice beefcake here, fellas. 
We're talking muscles. We're talking glistening. We're talking sweat. Um, the one guy that gets laid, I think, a couple times in the movie, uh, he's bisexual. There's some, there's some girl action in it. There's some guy action in it. It's got a little bit for everybody. So I'd probably put this one... Oh, boy, I don't know. What did I say? I said Return of the Living Dead was like a 50. I'm going to go with like a 45 on this one because it could have been way sexier. They could have gotten more into, you know, into the sex that, that was going on in the background of the movie. Uh, they sort of didn't play it uh, out front for everybody to enjoy. One thing I did find absolutely hysterical, I looked up the IMDb on this, and one of the facts about the movie was the title was selected from an online Name the Movie contest created by the producers to publicize the film. The director was initially horrified at some of the initial submissions, which included such titles as Boy Meets Knife, Queer Eye for the Dead Guy, and 28 Gays Later. I thought they named it after uh, Hellbent for Leather, Judas Priest. Oh, yeah, maybe that, pro- that probably, but that was one of the submissions was Hellbent. Oh, I but see. But 28 Gays Later, come on, that's, man. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's Hellbent, man. I recommend it. Definitely check it out. Oh, so Shane, did you come up with something while you were taking your slash? Uh-huh. I certainly did. Um, it, All right, now let's hear let's hear what you picked out as you were touching your dick. Underworld Evolution. No, oh, there you go. And the reason I've gone for Underworld Evolution, Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I pause for a second? Did you hear that she's fucking dating that unfunny Garbage person from a Saturday Night Live, Pete Davidson. No. Well, she is, and I'm pissed because she is one of my crushes for the last, like, since I've seen Underworld for the first time. And now the bar has been lowered so much. So she's more obtainable now. I give her that. But her choice in men is disappointing. I, so I didn't know who Pete Davidson was, so I just Googled him. And I'm like, now I'm like, oh, this guy. That guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And there's a picture of, of her and him, like, sticking each other's tongues down their throats at a basketball game. And it's just, wow. what the hell? I mean, good for him. Fantastic for him. But what the fuck is going on? <laughs> okay, so. Um... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i gotta show this one picture right here mike is uh the worst it's this guy pete davidson he's got like frosted tips in this picture yeah no he's good. got like really bad like mental problems and he like jokes about it and he's got like he's got like tattoos on his neck and everything like shh, oh, go away wow so shane underworld <laughs> hang on i've got to look this fucking dude up jesus christ yeah man he, he's he's twenty five. He's got more teeth than the fucking Osman family. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody, sorry. but Val got the, the 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 brunt of my my rant the other day. Because I've been in love with Kate Beckinsale for fucking years now, and this 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 is not going to stand. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure. I feel like I should carry on with this because you know it's Mike's gonna get all 
het up about that, you know. It's like... Nah, I'm just gonna. While you're talking, I'm just gonna seethe with rage. Well, I was gonna like, you know, have some private time, and then that yeah, way we'll carry that, and we'll, t- we'll I won't all be it. loaded up, you know. <laughs> Fuck sakes! All right, go on. I'm sorry for interrupting. I was having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, right, anyway, uh, yeah, Kate Beckinsale, Underworld Evolution. Um, obviously, this is the sequel to, to Underworld. Um, um, basically, the plot of the film is kind of thin, but it's like Selene and uh, Michael from the first movie, who became a hybrid after being attacked by a werewolf and then bitten by Selene, Um Basically, they start following clues to to reveal the history of their races and the war between them. And yeah, it's uh, it's actually I really like this film because you've got Tony Caron who plays Marcus in it. Um, you've got Jacob, uh, Derek Jacoby playing the first. Um, yeah, all right. Um, playing the first of the fucking um, vampires, the Vampire Brothers sort of thing. Um, <coughs> but um, it's like some of the some of the uh, action sequences in this are pretty fucking awesome, you know, pretty hardcore. Um, and I, lo- I do love the fight scenes in it. But I mean, why this this is going to get the full sixty nine for me? Because Kate Beckinsale strips out of her latex outfit and. That seriously caught my attention. I don't remember any nipples in this one, Shane. It doesn't matter. She mm. strips, Ryan. You know, she she just strips. So um, <clears throat> it's Kate Beckinsale for a start. Um, looking hot as fuck, and you know it was it was because um, I remember I think I saw this in the cinema actually. Um. Fuck, was it? When did this come out? It was 2006. Was it really that long ago? Holy shit. Yeah, it's 2019 now. Yeah, so it's 13 years. Uh, fucking hell, I'm old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I really enjoyed this primarily for the action scenes. Some of the dialogue was quite funny. Um, the... No spoiler, but the end fight scene was pretty epic. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. Michael Sheen um, had like cameos in this one because uh, obviously his character gets killed off in the first movie. So all the people that were in the first movie, they have like cameos at the beginning of this one. Um, obviously, it tells the backstory a little bit. And then uh, yeah, it just goes off like carnage basically is pretty cool and it's also really cool to see Selene using more of her powers so to speak you know seeing her kick ass a bit more because let's face it she didn't do that much violence in the first movie but as the movies have gone on she's kicked more ass in each of the movies as they've progressed and yeah but yeah it's Kate Beckinsale so yeah 69 gets a full 69 for me <clears throat> 
Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. Yeah, well, you like would. Yeah, you would. Sixty nine, <laughs> man. You gotta you gotta have some nip in there. You gotta have something, some butt cheeks. Gotta have some gash thrown in. Gotta have the oh, gash. A little, little bit of gash. Fight absolutely. With the gash. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I so I've seen I've seen part one. Um almost positive I've seen part two. I don't remember much, but I don't think I've seen any of the other underworlds because I'm just like Ugh, Resident Evil Light. I'm I'm not interested in the Resident Evil movies. I'm not interested in this. See, I'm well, the opposite. I, I really like the Underworld movies. I really, really, yeah, I, I like them a lot. I have a huge soft spot for the first one. And as I was done with the first one, I was like, man, I really want like to expand on this lore. And the ending was badass. And the second one was okay. The third one, the prequel, I think that's the third one. Yeah, I mean that was really good. I I really liked that. But then the fourth one was fucking awful. I didn't like it at all. Oh, which one? Which was the one where they didn't have Kate Beckinsale? That was the what? third one. That third one is the, the prequel. Yeah, it's the Rise of the Lycans. And then the fourth one, I think she's been in all of them besides the third one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then there was like a time where she was like, "I'm not doing any more of those those movies anymore. I'm done." And then I guess Hollywood I'm was sick of money. Yeah, and then, then Hollywood was like, "Hey, what, what about now?" And she's like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, because the fourth one was Awakening, um, and then you had Blood Wars, which was the last one that came out. Yeah, that I was pretty bad too. Yeah, I didn't mind that one actually. No, no, I didn't mind that. I thought that was okay. I didn't mind Awakening because um, I just liked all the battles oh. and the werewolves, the super werewolves. I think that was the fourth, uh, fifth one. Um, super werewolf in that was kind of ropey at best, but um, and it also had uh, oh, what's his fucking name? British actor Stephen something. Oh, fuck, what's his name? Hang on, oh, him. Up. Um, don't know. Oh, shit. It's got Ch- oh, Charles Dance in the fifth one. Right, Charles Dance. Yeah. He wasn't in the first one? No, he wasn't. No, Charles Dance plays one of the elder vampires. Oh. In, That's the uh, part I loved about, like, the first one. Like, because the first one, they laid the groundwork for, like, this huge-ass lore. Like, uh, who's the guy? Who's the elder vampire in the first one, Shane? It's Philip from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, but what's his real name? <laughs> Philip. <laughs> it's Philip! <laughs> <laughs> what's his what's his real name? <laughs> Sorry, hang on, just lost my train of thought then. <laughs> no one knows, Mike. God damn it. The guy from Shot of Death. <laughs> Bill Nye, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Well, he uh uh I mean he was like the the one elder vampire and and then there's like two other like sewer sewer like drains that look like in the middle yeah. of the room and there was like other elder vampires and then Bill Nye he was like hey you know I'm glad you didn't wake up so and so he would have been pissed <laughs> you know? and I was like who is that guy <laughs> yeah. see that's really funny because Underworld that came out after just after Shaun of the Dead and it was um just watching that back and seeing Bill Nye, it just cracks me up because I can't see him as any other person other than Philip. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the scene at the end of Underworld when when Selene decapitates or she gives him a half cap. <laughs> it's like I, I remember sitting in the cinema thinking to myself, "Oh my god, she's going to kill Philip." 
<laughs> Kill Philip. Yeah. <laughs> and then she did. <laughs> she gave him a half cap. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. All right, so I think that about wraps us up. Yeah, for, I, for some I did have sexy horror movies. I did have some um, submissions on. Yeah, I, we got a bunch here, Shane. What do you got? I got some on friend face. Um, let me just load up the page because it's taken fucking ages. Um, for some reason, Facebook has taken ages to load for me today. All right. Well, you load that up. Um, I I put a post on the uh, the upcoming horror movies message board, uh, and fucking Amy from After Dark Analysis came up with a ridiculous list. Uh, so let's see here. She's got some. It says really focused on boning. Uh, we've got Don't Look Now, uh, The Dream Maniacs, Edge of Sanity, Embrace the Vampire, Species, which is a classic, of course. Uh, Blood Gnome, which I can't believe I actually own, <laughs> and I haven't watched. I didn't know it had anything to do with sex. And, of course, Gutter Balls from 2008. Oh, I hated Gutter Balls. <laughs> That's a fuck-up <clears throat> fuck movie. But she also had a list of vampi- of sexy vampire lady movies, but I will say her, her later list of quote-unquote atypical sex um, is just awful and the fact that she would put this onto a list of sexy movies she's got solo or 128 day, 120 days of, of sodom of course uh necromantic which we've brought up many times on the podcast uh aftermath which is a super rape heavy movie um that takes place after an apocalypse um let's see uh exodus interruptus or der totist or der anfang i think that's how you say that and of course, Antichrist, uh, which does feature full penetration. So that's and Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Although it wasn't Willem Dafoe's penis, because they said his actual penis was too large to be considered realistic for the film. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to use a stunt cock. <laughs> oh. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. So, that, right. That's pretty good. Right, well, Did you get your Facebook loaded there, Yes, Shane? I've got it. Right. Um, your cousin John Doolan states, yep. I've been defending Jennifer's body for a decade now and still think it's perfection. Um, Johnny Barrett, Tucker and Dale has a sexy leading lady, forgot her name, Zombieland with Emma Stone. How about Idle Hands with Jessica Alba? Um, sure. Yeah, and then uh, my friend Rich Goatee Turner says, Underworld, not really horror, but Kate Beckinsale. I'm inclined to agree there, buddy. Um, Johnny Barrett then says, Grave Encounters, Ashley Grisco, Rebecca Hall in The Awakening, Rada Mitchell from Silent Hill, um, Emmanuel um, Crickley from the original Wrong Turn, Asia Argento, poor, yeah, say no more, um, and just because I love her, Salma Hayek from In From Dusk Till Dawn. Israel, Israel Landmesser says Natasha Kinski in Cat People, Mindy Clark, Return of the Living Dead 3, Madchen Amick from Sleepwalkers, Catherine Isabel, Ginger Snaps, Freddy vs. Oh, Jason. Catherine Isabel. Yeah, Freddy vs. Yeah. Jason. Rose McGowan, Devil in the Flesh, Planet Terror, Christina Ricci, Sleepy Hollow, Lizzie Burden, and Cursed. And then 
Patrick Timothy Shaw also said on my Instagram post, trash from Return of the Living Dead. Oh, all good, all good picks there. Yeah. I did a uh, Instagram post as well, and I asked what people thought. And uh, George, Cuddy Can't Hang, UHM George, forget his last name. Pastori? Pastori, yes. Sorry, George. Um, <laughs> he said, any 90s cheese with Amy Dollins? Amy Dollins. I don't know if I know that. What, is there any movies to go along with that? That's all he said. Mm. And then I had um, Manina Bonita, nine, say, American Psycho equals Christian Bale, and Interview with the Vampire equals Brad Pitt. And Tom Cruise, don't forget about Selma Hayek and From Dust Till Dawn. I think you need a bit more of a diverse lens in terms of what's quote-unquote sexy. And she put hashtag feeling hot, thought hot. Okay. <laughs> I'm not coming up with Amy Dollins on here. I don't know how to spell it. Oh, A-M-I. Ah, Dole, okay, all right, here we go. Let's see what we got. We'll do a we'll do a quick filmography here. Yeah, uh, I got nothing on Twitter. It's just Facebook and uh, Instagram. You know, I would say Asia Argento, but isn't she a pedophile now? I think she is. is she? Yeah, yeah, she. Yeah, she, she got in trouble for banging some like fourteen year old or something. Yeah, I think he was like yeah, like sixteen or something. Super well, underage. Holy shit! Let's see. This Amy chick was in. Ticks, Witchboard 2, Pumpkinhead 2, A Cry in the Wild 2. <laughs> oh, wait Save a second. Build the college years. She looks super familiar. What is she from? Amy Dollins, Amy Dollins. Uh, Witchboard 2. That's where she's from. Yeah. Yes, I agree, George. Excellent choice. Uh, my cousin John also asked how many times we're going to bring up any David DeCocteau films. Oh, David DeCocteau is a, I'll call him a trash director that um, he does a lot of stuff. Uh, he'll, he'll pretty much direct anything. He started off just making straight up pornos. Um, classic titles such as The Flesh Tones, Boys Just Want to Have Sex. And let's see what else we got in here. Revenge of the Babes. Uh, but he also did horror films like Dream Maniac, Creepazoids, uh, The Nightmare Sisters, Sorority Babes, and a Slimeball Bowlerama. That's another one that's a that's a classic, a steadfast, and a sexy horror. Yep. Uh, Puppet Master 3, which I go on record as saying is one of the good ones. Oh, God. What else do we have? He's got a ton of these. And Test Tube Teens from the year 2000. Great title. Prehysteria 3, which I believe is a kid's movie. That's creepy. <laughs> uh, oh, Shrieker. Oh, my God. That one is so bad. <laughs> That's a horrible movie. These are all full moon movies. He's got on here a ton of them. Oh, Witch House. Yep. That's another one. Jeez. This guy, this guy is just a friggin' master of trashy, slutty horror movies. So definitely want to keep an eye out for. Uh, let's see. Did we have anybody else on here? Oh, a lot of the dead on the uh, UHM site. Uh, he got a little list on here. Uh, nurse 3D, which I haven't seen, but I, I remember having a sexy nurse on the cover. Uh, Shivers, um, which is a pretty good one. 
Let's see. Buyo Omega. That's got another name. I don't remember what the hell it is. I'd have to go look up the uh, the alternate titles of that one. Antichrist, another one. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I can't believe it's been brought up twice. Uh, Reanimator. Oh, yes. Who could forget any of the classic scenes in Reanimator with Barbara Crampton? Oh, yeah. That's, that's full boner right there, folks. <laughs> Invasion of the B-Girls. Possession, 1981. Yes. That's kind of weird. Oh, that scene? Sexy horror possession? Oh, I mean, she was raped by a demon in the subway. <laughs> That's pretty fucking hot. Yeah, but then then she was actually having sex with the demon thing. Exactly. Mm, on a mattress on the floor? What's sexier than that? A dirty, disgusting dirty floor. fucking uh, demon mattress. <laughs> oh, and he did bring up uh, Andy Warhol's Frankenstein and Dracula. Uh, both great choices. Oh. Yeah, the Dracula one. There's so many boobs in that. So I haven't good. Fi- I haven't finished the Frankenstein. I got to make my way out of that one. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched that one. Yeah. And, of course, the witchcraft series. Uh, those are literally <laughs> yeah, just of course. Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone grew up in the 80s and you went to, like, uh, any video store, 80s or 90s, whatever, there's at least three or four um, witchcraft posters and it's always a sexy lady draped across like a clock or a tomb or something always full cleave <laughs> so the, those are on amazon right mike I think yeah we discussed sure. that last time oh yeah. A million of them. yeah i think like up to like i don't know there i know like the first few are so yeah that's what we got for sexy horror you guys got anything else you want to add to the list um Maybe one second. There was a special shout out. I know we brought it up earlier, but species, uh, Natasha Henstridge. That was, uh, that was a go-to when I was younger. What fucking movie was it? What movie was it? God damn it. There is a really beautiful woman. in one Mm -hmm. of these movies I watched and if I can't find it now, I'll forget about it. But I'm probably going to forget about it because I go on with my day. Because I'm looking through my 365 days of horror list, and I don't think I'm going to find it. So ignore me. Damn. You know, it's one we haven't brought up. What is uh, American Psycho? Yeah, Reese Witherspoon in That's that. A... She's not naked though. No, like the other chick. But uh, naked, uh, uh, Menina Benita Nine. She said Christian Bale from American Psycho. Yeah, of course. And it also had when he's, Jared Leto he's in it as well. He's plowing into that girl, and he looks in the mirror, and he flexes <laughs> and, flexing. and shit. <laughs> Dude, that's like a, the ultimate power move right there. Oh yeah. Oh, what I about mean, who uh, hasn't tried to do that? What about Bella Thorne? Bella Thorne, what's she in? She was in the uh, newest, or the the Amityville, The Awakening from 2017. She uh-huh. was in that one movie called... Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> the Babysitter. She was in The Babysitter. <laughs> Babysitter. From uh, 2017. She's pretty hot. Okay. So. I haven't made I haven't made my way in the Amityville's up to that one yet. I'll have to get there. Fuck. 
this 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 woman was like, oh, what about uh, Eliza Dushku? Wrong turn. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Man, you can't go See, wrong with I that. still re- I still remember her in episodes of Buffy when she when she wore her tight leather pants and yeah yeah keep man. talking <laughs> <laughs> man i'm not going to find this shit i'm on page 2 of like 5 i don't fucking well i'll tell know. you what if anybody in the audience knows what mike's talking about uh write in it was a movie with a sexy lady <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> But yeah, if anybody's got any other good ones, you know, let us know. Hit, hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. And uh, let us know what your sexy horror movies are. And I just want to say, fellas, I can't believe we've made fucking 69 episodes of this shit. Here's to the next 69. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, what about uh, Manuela Velasco from the Rec series? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's not naked, but she's like one of my. She's like you know. Oh fuck! She's more what was that fight? Who is the woman in um, the Matrix? Not Carrie Ann Moss in Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. I don't think anyone uh, saw those. <laughs> <laughs> no, what was it? A woman in those movies. She's that isn't Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, she was. Um, Shit. i got to look her up. She Is was also... she one of the ones in, like, the dirty real world? No, she was one of the ones... That... She was in the fetish club. She was also in the restaurant. Um... Fuck. Hang on, I've got to look her up. <laughs> Type in a way. <laughs> Is, she one of... Is she one of those ghost dudes with dreadlocks? No. <laughs> She's the one who's... Um... She helps them get through the fucking... Oh, that that old lady that got replaced in a third one because she no, died. No, no, no. <laughs> the Oracle. Monica Bellucci. <laughs> oh yes. Wait, is that who I'm thinking of? Hold on. No, maybe Wait not. Wait a second. She was. We also, may have a breakthrough. She was also in um, Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula, as one of the vampire babes. Oh yeah, sure. those vampire babes, dude. Yeah. Twins of Evil, guys. Vampire Babes, let me tell you. That's a Hammer classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Hammer movie. Uh, what the hell is the one? Uh, Franken- uh, Frankenstein Creates Woman? Is that the name of it? Yep. Yeah, the, the, well, that, there is one. Yeah, Frankenstein Creates... Yeah, Created Woman. What the hell is her name? She is gorgeous. Uh, Ingrid Pitt? I don't know. She's in all those movies. Yeah. It might be Susan Denberg. Yeah, it was Susan Denberg. Oof. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> well, I think we've chubbed up enough for one episode. <laughs> well, I'm looking at Monica Bellucci's profile on IMDb. She's 55. Wow. Man, that's old. <laughs> She's almost dead. <laughs> oh, god damn it. All right, fellas, let's wrap this up because I got to take a leak and I'm getting hungry. I got to take a huge shit. <laughs> Put that on Instagram for us, Mike. I, I When I updated my Instagram earlier, I was on the pooper. 
<laughs> so awesome. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, thanks for joining me again in this discussion of sexy horror, and thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can get us on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com or on our Facebook group. All you need is blood. Uh, you can catch me on Facebook. I'm on the uh, UHM um, uh, message board and on the UHM fans group page on Facebook, as well as on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo. And what's my Instagram? All you need Ryan. Uh, I think that's it. That sounded like a pure Simpsons Barney burp. But did <laughs> it totally <laughs> did? Did that was like spot on, dude. That was usually I turn my head away. That was directly into the microphone. Yeah, that was awesome. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was an impressive Barney Bob. Um, that one goes out to all the fans. I am on Instagram, my my personal Instagram for all you diehard fans out there. It's uh, Whittemore, my last name, but the plot twist is this: this the O in it is a zero. And then the, <laughs> then I run the uh, podcast Instagram, which is called I think just yeah it's all you need is blood podcast. <laughs> is all you need is blood podcast. I try to upload when I can. I started running out of things to talk about, so. But I up uh, if there's like an update in the podcast, I put it on there, and I often get opinions from you you guys and uh yeah I'm also, yeah so i'm also on the uh the, uh the forum and the facebook group both of them so catch us there i am on um uh instagram robogingr 74 um twitter dead cell society um, yeah, I'm on both the UHM groups, though I hardly ever post on there these days. Um, I'm on the the forum, though I barely post on there these days as well. I don't know why. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be. That's about it, really. <laughs> it's most unprofessional. Oh, we are. Yeah. We all are. Let's face it. Come on. We've done 69 <laughs> fucking episodes of being the most unprofessional that we possibly can. And yet we still have listeners. I know. Somehow. I just I just found this meme, Mike. I think you would like it. It says, uh, Captain Marvel will defeat Thanos by digging up his sexist tweets from 2009. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, God damn it. That's funny. All right, fellas. Well, thanks for joining me, and uh, we'll wrap this up, and we'll be ready to put together another fantastic episode, hopefully not on the Amityville series, because I don't know if I could take that again. Oh, fuck no. Definitely. We gotta redo the Friday the 13th movies. Oh, God! We do. We're, we're gonna do those. We'll get to We it. have to. Oh, fuck's sakes. <laughs> Wait a second, Shane. Didn't you just get the, 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 the Friday first, the 13th DVD? Yeah, the first film. The first film, Ryan. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm cut out to redoing the whole fucking Friday the 13th franchise again. Oh, oh just do it's it. It's either that or witchcraft. 
Yeah, well, you oh guys can do that because I've not seen any of the witchcraft movies. So. I'm going to do the Friday the 13th twice. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Fuck witchcraft. Oh, man. that was the worst seven hours of my life. I'll tell you what, Mike. We're gonna maybe you and I will do a witchcraft episode. We'll just pick some. Random I'll watch ones. them. If you watch them, I'll watch them. I'm not gonna watch all of them. I'll tell you oh. that right now. That's not happening. All right. You're right. lost. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just we'll just pick random ones because they're not connected to each other in any way. Sounds good. All right. Great. <laughs> Okay, fellas, well, thanks a lot. I will catch you guys next time. Thanks for everybody for listening, and I'll say bye for now. Bye.